Companionship is what makes every journey enjoyable. Today, we continue our journey with Jesus. Join Scott Pauley as we make brief stops in the Gospel according to Mark. We trust you will enjoy the journey. What is the unpardonable sin? Uh, can it still be committed? Have you committed it? I have talked to so many people through the years who've asked me questions about this particular subject and we've come now in our journey with Jesus through the Gospel according to Mark to the section that deals with what is referred to as the unpardonable sin. In Mark chapter 3 beginning in verse number 22, the Bible says, And the scribes which came down from Jerusalem said, He hath Beelzebub, and by the prince of the devils casteth he out devils. And literally they said, He's working for Satan. This is Satan's power. You see, they could not deny that he had power to cast out devils. So they had to explain it away. Isn't that the world's way? They've got to rationalize it. Uh, they've got to find some logical explanation for it. And so they said, well, since we can't prove that he doesn't have power, we'll say it's not God's power, it's the devil's power. And so they used the name Beelzebub, which is a name that's used in Scripture, one of the names for Satan. It means death does fly literally the fly of death. And uh, they're ascribing satanic power to the Lord Jesus Christ. Now this is very serious. In the previous verse, some of his friends uh, said he's lost his mind. Now, that's bad. But what they are saying now in verse 22, these scribes, this is much worse. Uh, the friends said he'd lost his mind because he wouldn't take time to eat. They said he'd lost his mind because uh, he was too busy. And sometimes people who are working for the Lord are going to be accused of that very same thing. He's out of his mind. He's lost his senses. But they've gone over the line now. They've ascribed satanic power to Christ. And so Jesus answers them with parables. I love how Jesus uses stories to open this up and to, to explain truth to us. Verse 23, He called them unto Him and said unto them in parables, How can Satan cast out Satan? <laughs> Isn't sin illogical? There's a miserable insanity to sin, really. And these people's minds had been so blinded to the truth and so rejected truth that now they weren't even reasonable. So he reasons with them. He says, could I ask you, if you feel like this is the power of the devil, why would the devil cast out the devil? And then he says in verse 24, and if a kingdom be divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. If a house be divided against itself, that house cannot stand. And if Satan rise up against himself and be divided, he cannot stand, but hath an end. This is a famous phrase, a house divided against itself cannot stand. And it's been used throughout history, even in our own nation. Uh, but it was first given, uttered by the Lord Jesus Christ in a spiritual sense. You see, Satan has a house. He has a kingdom. And uh, that house, that kingdom if it is divided, falls apart. And so the Lord Jesus says, it makes no sense. What you're saying makes no common sense to say that the devil would be attacking his own messengers or his, his demons. And then he goes on in verse 27 to give great truth. He says, No man can enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods except he will first bind the strong man and then he will spoil his house. Now, he's giving us a picture here 
of what he had come into this world to do. He's saying, I've come into the devil's house. I've come into Satan's realm in this sin-cursed world. And uh, I'm going to spoil his goods. I'm going to have victory over him. I'm going to spoil this house. And in order to do that, I've got to bind the strong man. Oh, this is a wonderful truth. Uh, Greater is he that is in you, friend, than he that is in this world. The Lord Jesus came into this world uh, to defeat him who has the power of death. Who is that? That's Satan. He has already bound the strong man. You think Satan is strong today? Our Christ is stronger. The Lord is mightier than the mightiest demon that you are facing today. And so he's bound the strong man to spoil the house. He says, what I'm doing, I'm casting out devils and disrupting satanic operations. The devil wouldn't destroy his own furniture. The devil wouldn't mess up his own house. I'm operating in the holy power of God and I'm disrupting Satan's work in this world. Then he turns back to those who've questioned who he is. Listen to what he says in verse 28. Verily I say unto you, all sins shall be forgiven unto the sons of men and blasphemies wherewith soever they shall blaspheme. But he that shall blaspheme against the Holy Ghost hath never forgiveness, but is in danger of eternal damnation And then verse 30 gives us some clarification. Because they said, he hath an unclean spirit. So this matter of the unpardonable sin is connected to their rejection of truth. This is not simply the fact that they they said something that was unkind. No, they spoke in unbelief. They said, we do not believe this is Messiah. We do not believe he's come from God. And we do not believe His power is the power of the Spirit of God. What have they done? They've just rejected the triune God. They've rejected God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Specifically, they spoke against the Holy Ghost. I love the fact the Holy Spirit comes into the world to speak of Christ. But here, the Lord Jesus Christ speaks up for the Holy Ghost. I love this beautiful unity and union of the Godhead, indivisible. And so... Who is the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of truth. So what is the unpardonable sin? The unpardonable sin is unbelief. The unpardonable sin is rejection, outright rejection of the Spirit of truth, saying we do not believe, we will not believe that this is of God. When you read the revelation of Jesus Christ and those who are separated from God forever, the one thing that they all have in common, though their sins are many, their sin is one. They are unbelievers. They have refused to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and accept the witness of the Holy Spirit of truth, which means that a believer cannot commit the unpardonable sin. Remember, Jesus is not addressing His disciples here. He is addressing the scribes who have rejected Him. And so may I say this today, the unpardonable sin without question, is often committed. Often? Oh yes, often. Uh, Someone says, how is it often committed? It is often committed when religious people reject the person of Jesus Christ. When a man chooses to believe in himself or believe in others or believe in a system but refuses to believe on the Son of God, he is committing the sin that cannot and will not be forgiven. He is living and he will die in unbelief. 
My friend, if you've never put your faith in the Lord Jesus, would you listen to the witness of the Holy Ghost? He's the Spirit of truth. He's the one stirring in your heart while I'm speaking right now. That's the Lord saying to you, this is true, my friend. Receive the truth. Believe the truth. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Do not reject Him. Do not turn Him away. I fear that so many people in eternity will be separated from God forever in hell because they outright rejected the witness of the Spirit of truth. And I want to challenge you today not to reject it, but to receive Him, to come into a real relationship with Jesus Christ. When you do, that Holy Spirit, that same Holy Ghost, comes to live inside of you. Oh, and you'll find that He'll give you power and victory over the wicked one, over the strong man. He will do what only Christ can do. Look to Christ who is truth. Believe the Spirit of truth and be saved today. Thank you for traveling with us through God's Word. We would love to hear from you and share additional resources for enjoying the journey. Visit us online at scottpauley.org. May God bless you as you walk with Christ today.